trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 555. I'm Adam and at least stand where I can see you. And here's Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Fine, bring the fish. That's about it. Um, no, he's not. Hey, oh, what no. great timing, Mr. Shoveler. That's unbelievable. I, know, I couldn't believe it when I when I pressed join call and I heard the immortal words, I'm Adam, and here's a quote I've made. Yes, that's the reason why that's happened, because I, I, I cocked up and didn't plug the recording device into the system, which is in, in some uh, ways uh, quite good, because it uh, wasn't the greatest start to the show I've ever done. Well, uh, that I can't comment on, but I can only say probably. Is that your quote from the show? That'll do nicely. Right then. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll and do, yeah. Have you have you uh, started um, your feet starting to touch the ground yet after Manchester oh, United's no. uh, fine uh, victory against Newcastle? And after yes. after the horrible Newcastle players were very mean to Southampton by uh, um, doing sarcastic waving at them when they uh, got through uh, th- uh, the game at St Mary's, I decided that I wasn't going to be supporting my um, the club that is associated with. Uh, my uh, northeast heritage, uh, and instead support Manchester United. And so I was quite glad I actually managed to do that, and that Manchester United managed to beat Newcastle. And well, I thought I'd support the team that I've supported since I was about five years old, and I did, and we won, and it was great. I don't support any team. And do. I'm going to Manchester. You're a curling always, fan. What are you on about? I like oh, curling. Well, no, curling that's, that's, that's that's different. No, it's not. It's a sport. It is not different. It's, it's sporting not, a team. It's not football. Or if, I think you're talking about football. No, we're, t- we're talking about soccer. Yeah, okay. Right then, so anyway, the God Complex, back to where I was before. Um, yeah, so there was a, a uh, audio cassette um, and a, a spooky camera angles from a hotel room and a, and a monster with a sort of half-awake eye, a police officer who walks into the room where Pennywise, who isn't Matt, uh, Matt Smith, by the way, Kirby, is in. Eventually she finds a room, she goes all funny, starts saying praise him after seeing this big gorilla thing. Uh, sorry, a big unconvincing gorilla. Uh, and then she's writing this note down, which is no, basically... No, 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 Master. No, it's not the Master either. He's not in this episode. She she was uh, afraid... She was afraid of a book when she was a child. And this the, it's kind of just a rubbish gorilla that oh, she was okay. afraid of. That's, okay. that's fine. I get it now. By, by the way, I, I posted in uh, the Facebook group, which you can join... Uh, they had a little boo-boo in the writing. Did they? I didn't uh, see that. I, I, I know. I glanced away from the screen a couple of times. I would have liked to have seen that. Who's, whose boo-boos were there? Uh, it was Toby's. Was because it? He, was he, boo? I, I didn't. I thought it might have been Amy's. Probably. Master. Yes. We'd go faster if you'd let me talk. <laughs> Do you know how else we'd... No, don't worry about yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, Toby apparently was, he may not have known about Big Finish or wasn't listening or whatever. Mm. In On the Confidential, during the read-through, um, um, there's, during the narration of, of what's going on, it says, we follow the back of Lucy Miller as she plods down the corridor. They changed the policewoman to Lucy Hayward because Lucy Miller, different spelling of Lucy was a big Finnish companion to the Eighth Doctor. 
and this is obviously not that person. So you've just used up a minute and a half of the show just to say that. Brilliant. Right, yes. okay. So to cut a long story short, she um, um, after writing this note, which she's being dictated to us, um, uh, she obviously gets done in by this creature thingy. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Doctor, Amy, and Master, Rory. Master, are... Master, oh, Master. Jesus. By the way, the, the the hotel corridors are all a set, but the and the um, the beauty salon is a set. The uh, staircase, the restaurant, and uh, reception are in two different hotels. Wow. Ah, uh, the doctor. Yeah, Amy and, 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 oh, and, and, actually, I'm sorry, I'm on, I'm on Kirby's side there. That is actually a very interesting stats slash fact about the episode. Uh, yeah. Something else, the hotel, the the main hotel where reception and uh, and the that wonderful staircase. I love that staircase. <clears throat> that is owned by a company called Leisureplex.co.uk, who also owns Shanklin Hotel. Terry Miles says, "Yes, you are live." Uh, just want to. No, did that's you, on the live feed. Can you hear me? Yeah, Shanklin. Shank- what? Shanklin Hotel. They own Shanklin Hotel. Interesting. There's hundreds of show hotels in Shanklin. Oh, it's the other way around. Hang- hotels in Shanklin. Shank- it's simply called Shanklin Hotel. I'm looking well, at the. Okay. Yes. Right. Anyway. So, they, also, has, they also have a hotel in uh, where close to uh, Councillor. They do. Okay, okay. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to get a good jingle folder. Well, there's folder, lots of hotels in, in Britain, I suppose. No, there's only three. <clears throat> God, right. So, I think I'm just thinking this, um, the, this angle where they're looking down the staircase where Amy, Rory and the Doctor are sort of looking up and down with those dangly light things, which are really quite cool. Uh, yes. If they, they could have turned that, if they sort of made it all spirally and in a weird Harry Potter spiral movement way into a weird title sequence for the 12th Doctor. Just saying. Uh, right then, where do I get up? So I'm looking for my um, ja- a random jingles folder. Because uh, obviously I've just realised I'm going to need it. Um, <clears throat> why can I not see it? Because I'm not in desktop. Oh, there it is. It's right. Okay, I'm nearly there. So where do we? Oh yeah. So they've they've arrived. Uh, uh, I can't remember where they thought they were going to be, but they obviously in this hotel. Which is, I'm not going to look it up. I could find find out, but I'm not going to. And there's lots you. of pictures. I don't care. On the walls <laughs> of the um, all the people that have been in the hotel that have been deaded, and. Um, Including the the police officer that we were uh, just meeting, and then suddenly some of, are, some of those are really interesting though, like the Santarin, the his fear that killed him was defeat. Yes, I know. That's, that's just like cool. Newcastle fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, priority jingles folder. Where is it? Just in case anything further happens, that's going to encourage me to. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Okay, right. So, uh, yeah, uh, they're in um, the uh, reception area. I say looking at these pictures and then a load of people turn up, uh, including David Walliams in a strange, strange outfit. Uh, But I do like the the remit of his um, his character that is from a species that just gives in and um, is happy to be taken over by others. Uh, But of course, in a series, in, in an episode that's actually quite serious it's sort of a slight departure because he does as a, the episode goes on that's become more sinister and more horrible really doesn't he? he's all right at the beginning it just gradually yes. gets more unlikable 
as the episode goes just, on. Just anyway, like he was on uh, Britain's Got Talent. Okay, well, he won an award for that, didn't he? Um, anyway, so to then, start with, yeah, yes. He's won it two years running, the um, best. Uh, and then Anton Dubeck won it last year, the, the, the best. The, the main thing I know him from is, is this and um, those little skits he made uh, that those little funny Britain. Doctor Who skits. Like Doctor where they Who kidnapped uh, Peter Davison. Um, I don't know those ones. I know, obviously, I'm known from Little Britain, and, and he's one of the most prolific children's book writers in, in, in Britain. Moving back on to what we're doing, the Doctor finds this um, this other chap that isn't with them who's on the verge of being taken over by the monster who's in a sort of a gambling den because uh, he's... Uh, what's his fear? Losing. Because he's... He, oh, bad luck, isn't it? His fear is bad luck. He gets deaded pretty quick. Um I didn't look at that as a gambling den at all. It's just a restaurant. Yeah, but he's, you feel like there's a, a, an edge of gambling because they keep on showing these, zooming in on these details, like that is tied yeah, to it for the the horseshoe. Yeah, but, and, but that's his fear is losing. So. I just said that right. Where's my deer noise? All right, moving on. I can't be bothered to get it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, of course, then we uh, have the other chap, the geeky bloke, um, who looks a little bit like uh, Leonard from the Big Bang Theory, but but yeah, actually he looks like a cross between <laughs> Leonard and Howard. Actually, uh, I mean he's got Howard's physique and Leonard's it, it, hair. Isn't the character's name Howard? I think. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, the other person we met is um, is it Rita, the the nurse? Rita. Uh, who uh, the doctor takes an instant like to because she's quite clever. And I remember us talking about this last time, and there was a hint that she may have become, may have been a good companion. Um, and the, the isn't it the fear of the geeky bloke, uh, a room full of giggling women? Uh, yes. Like that, I don't know, which we do see as like a Hindu thingy. And then next minute he's saying, "Praise me, praise him, praise me." is a song by um, Norman Cook. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, yeah. So he gets deaded pretty quickly. I'm going to run through this quite quite, quite quickly. That's fine. Um, Amy go, finds a room with uh, some weeping angels, but it turns out uh, isn't for her. Um, yeah. The, the theory is, I believe that's that's for uh, the David Williams' character. Gibbous, isn't it? We well, were hiding in the wardrobe. Yes. And uh, moving on. Um, oh yeah. So. They tied um, the first bloke to a chair, but he ripped off his, um, you know, he had like, gaffer tape on his mouth, and they, he ripped off and said, praise him, and did it. And, um, it's getting better. Yeah. Moving on. So, um, inter- I thought it was quite interesting when Rita made the daughter a cup of tea, and he sort of went, oh, it's tea. Um, I don't know where they would have found that because this wasn't actually real. This place that was quite interesting. So it was, was it? We found out it was like a almost like a hollow deck type place, wasn't it, on a spaceship? Yeah. Uh, good point. Although I suspect some pieces of it were real. Oh, well, it had to be if they if she made him a cup of tea. Um, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, so they all sort of I think the Doctor has his plan they all sort of stay together initially he thinks that uh, the the rooms contain the the people's biggest fears when actually it's to do with faith isn't it so correct um, I can't work out how that is the case earlier on in the story where where they are 
sort of appear to be in rooms of things that they're scared of and where the faith as- angle comes into it. I don't know. That's because it's written by Moffat. It's a Moffat no, thing, it's not. It? It's written by Toby Whithouse. Yes. Um, but Moffat was in charge at this point, so all ills <laughs> lie with him. Whatever. <laughs> Master? Oh, what uh, apparently, not in when, this one. when we, when we uh, recorded this, what, 11 or 12 years ago, you had never spoken to Toby uh, because you mispronounced his name. You called him Toby Whitehouse <gasps> when you were referring to him. Um, I, 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 I have a funny feeling, Toby. You're being a bit mean to me. Huh? I have a funny feeling you're being a bit mean to me. <laughs> won't be the first time, and I'm sure it won't be the last. Uh, oh, what happened here? I'm trying to find my. Oh, I, we've had so we've had some at least one, maybe two uh, what, interviews year, with him. Two hundred years of you being mean. No, we've had one. One. Uh, this is Toby Whithouse, and you're listening to the Twenty Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, thank you, Toby. You've got to mention about Gobi being mean to me. <laughs> anyway, so because he's got not foresight, he's what? Because he's not got foresight. He he didn't know when he recorded that that Kirby was going to be Whit, house and not White House. I mean, I recorded that that uh, promo in not 2011, so I probably it was just a, a Freudian oh. slip. I got another. That's Toby almost here, before think... time began, isn't it? Yeah. Time, yeah, it's true. When nobody else was doing podcasts all those years back. Oh, I remember when we recorded now. you you had uh Ben listed out uh the listings of at least thirty Doctor Who podcasts. I said podcasts, not just I mean podcasts in general, uh, um Kirby. Uh, I'm oh. saying everybody and everybody in the world appears to be doing podcasts now. Oh yeah, podcast, podcast, podcast. Hey, it's so and so. It's like even comedians you get it's um that uh, Georgie bloke and his missus um, who are from the whatever podcast they do. It's, everybody seems to do podcasts. It's, uh, and I, I don't do podcasts. You do, you do this one, you silly man. What's the matter with you? No, I've never done a podcast. You do this one. Which one? This podcast. This is a podcast? Right, that's it. No, I got I'm sure that's oh, oh, hang on. That, we, that we don't, you know, boxes we so, don't quite tick. When, do you have a date that you recorded that with Toby? No, I'm trying to find a piece of music to, to cover Ben's naughtiness. Here it is. <laughs> because we, we recorded... That's the six seconds. I, I don't know worry about the six seconds. I've got a license, for God's sake. I can play what I blooming well like. Yeah, man. Oh, no, I, no you're not going to care about that. Don't worry. <laughs> we, we recorded uh, September 19th, 2011. Episode seventy seven. Was to, was that the the episode I did an interview with uh, Toby Whithouse? No, no, this is oh. the God Complex. Okay, well Toby, oh, never mind. Anyway, so there's lots of running through corridors, and the Doctor gets more and more cross actually as the episode goes on. He doesn't like it when Rita gets done in, uh, but she's uh, Rita's quite uh, brave because she knows that it's coming, and she she separates herself from the for the rest of them, and uh, she says her goodbyes to the Doctor. Good actress, actually, the the lady who plays Rita. Yeah, she would have been a great companion. She would, but I think I think that she's she's a good actress. I'm sure I've seen her in other stuff. If she's an uh, actress, there's a chance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Valile hasn't been in a lot of other stuff since Doctor Who, has she? Although she she was the murderer in Death in Paradise. Um, no spoilers. Yeah, and of course I, I forgot in this story that because um, obviously Amy, as, when the Doctor realises it's a faith situation, he has to 
attempt very weakly to break the faith of Amy for him to save her life. And yeah, we, it's, we have it's, another it's cameo. Hmm? Go ahead. We have another cameo uh, from Caitlin Blackwood. Uh, she's uh, yeah, it, She it, used to be an it, actress, Kirby. Yes, I know. It's almost as if the Doctor has had to break the faith of a companion before. Yes, he has. I can't remember when. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Uh, Curse of Fenric. Oh, was it? Curse. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. With the Leela. Leela. But anyway, call, talking to Caitlin Blackwood. No, no, you... oh, for... oh, Curse of Fenric. I thought you meant Curse of that lighthouse one. Curse of Terry Fenric. Yeah. <laughs> The extra QPR and Tottenham defender. Anyway, I've got Caitlin Blackwood here. What have you got to say for yourself? Hi, I'm Caitlin Blackwood, and you're listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Uh, I think we established this earlier, Caitlin. Don't really say This much. is a podcast? That was wonderful, because she was sitting right across from me. Here we go. And funny that just after that, she decided... What not... do you mean, here we go? You're the one that sits and tells us about your 19th cousin 15 times removed. I think you'll Kirby find, yeah. I think you'll find that, that number is dropping rapidly. you here we go. He's just trying to bug me. Yeah, what do you think? I know, but I'm not having it. My name's Ellis George, and you're listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, but Ellis, you're not on the show for a while, so shut up. Um, Where do we get up to? I was still... I don't know. I... Yeah, I have no idea. You got up to the bit where Terry Fennick was uh, crossing the border. All oh, right. So anyway, there. the Doctor um, saves Amy by slightly, only slightly, um, uh, breaking her faith in him, and that kills the poor, beautiful, apparently monster, and breaks the um, the holodeck, and they all end up in Just this cousin thing. of a Nymon. The cousin of a Nymon. But there's also that there's a. a a point in the episode, I forgot to mention this, in which the Doctor really feels that he's stuck and can't get out of it, and he's killed Amy and Rory, because uh, he sees all the other characters dying. And um, But when he realises this, and they, he just about gets them out of it, including David Walliams, that uh, he takes them home and gives Rory a lovely red Triumph car thingy. And, um, and yeah, and uh, Amy says, oh, you're, you're going, aren't you? Um, and we have another goodbye. I, I was looking at that, wondering who, who's, how's he pay for? Uh, has he made the arrangements for? Did you the, not uh, watch uh, the end of time for the, for the insurance and for Kirby. like? Kirby, uh, did you what? not watch the end of time? Yeah. Sneak back, get a lottery ticket, get the money from lottery ticket. No, easily. I know that's how he, how he, how go he and get some insurance. Stop being there's silly. Ongoing, there's ongoing expenses when you have a house. Again, a lottery ticket will cover that quite quickly. He's got a time machine. Can I give you my little story about a lottery ticket from yeah. yesterday? Oh, it's a, so, it's a different story to the other story you're going to tell me. Yeah, so oh. after uh, doing the football yesterday, I stopped off at um, Asda Supermarket to the buy a couple of things on the way Other supermarkets are available. They are, but I didn't go to them. <laughs> um, and... Um, I bought what I needed to buy, and the one I was at the till, it also allows you to buy a lottery ticket. And so I purchased a lottery ticket, and obviously it's something that's age-restricted, so you needed to get the person from Asda to come over and tap the screen and say that they, I was old enough to buy a lottery ticket. So they came and did that, and as they did that, they said, don't forget the, uh, the, don't forget the receipt, the ticket's on the receipt. And I said, I don't, I never will. 
at that point i looked up and i saw that there were two people standing next to me at the other tilt who had also just come back from the farm a football game that we'd lost and so i started a conversation with them completely forgetting the lottery ticket walked away never seen it again and guess what all the numbers came up and someone has now won all my money i doubt that 3.7 million pounds i doubt that was your numbers they were all my numbers, Kirby. I implicitly remember them, even though I've never looked at them. Uh. So, yeah, I've lost all that money and um, I feel a bit upset by it. So if you're listening and you have £3.7 million flights to then send it in a cheque to Ben Shubler, Adam's House, Isle of Wight, England... Scotland, Ireland, the world. Doctor Who podcasts are produced en masse. Speaking and of wasting a minute and a half. Who appear on them are actually artificially intelligent. None of these voices are real. This isn't My name's ha- Ellis. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, um, yeah thanks, Ben. Uh, I, I, if that was true, uh, I, I would, would have brought a tear to my eye. Cause what do you mean, if it was true? The first bit was true. The last bit, I don't know what the numbers were, but I definitely left the lottery ticket. Oh, yeah, someone would have picked know, up yeah, and walked away with it. So yes, someone may have won a whole lot of money. Or money. may not have, but yes, I can understand. But they may have done. You don't know. No, I can understand your... your uh, I can... I have a fairly... Good idea that it did not win. Oh, well, most of them. <laughs> Fourteen million to one are the odds of winning the national lottery, and someone has to win it at some point. So, well, just check see if, it's, if it's a rollover, uh, Ben. If it's a rollover, you'll know that that didn't happen. Yes, but I could have won second prize and won eight hundred sixty-three thousand two hundred seventy-one pounds eighteen p. You anyway. could have won seven pounds or something. Oh, don't say that, Kirby. That's seven really annoying. I could have won money. seven quid. Yeah. Anyway, right. So that's what. Oh, I think. so, so your oh, your lowest one besides a free ticket is uh, is seven. No, but if you say seven, I'm going to go with it. Anyway, right. So God, uh, shut uh, up. God complex. <laughs> Is um yeah, so it's not my favourite. Who's favorite. Complex? You're the one telling <laughs> us. <to shut> <laughs> it's not my favourite um um. Example oh, we're done. Of, talk, we're done. Uh, shut up! Story. It's not my favourite example of ending? Doctor Who. Um, it's it's okay. I just find it a bit um a bit confusing. A bit no. I I didn't really like it that much. I don't, I'm trying to think why. I don't mind it, but I. I didn't. I like some of the. Boy, you liked it better in 2011. Yeah, I know, but I didn't really like it. Maybe because I knew what was happening in it. I don't know. Maybe it made a difference when he. But then, you know, I just. I felt at the time it wasn't necessarily a real hotel. Obviously, with the walls being bricked in and stuff like that, it was a bit of a giveaway. But um, I just thought, you know, this monster goes around killing all these people and suddenly the. At the end, it just requires one person to lose faith in something or whatever, and it suddenly dies, and it wants to die. So bloody die, then, instead of killing all these people, for God's sake. Anyway, so uh, it's not it one could, of my favourites. No, it's explained. It, I it, know it, it is. Do that. 
I know. It had to be cut off from the food supply. The only good thing about it, I'm going to give it, is that it's very thought-provoking, it is engaging, and um, it's something different to a certain extent, apart from, you know, the, the bits we've already talked about earlier, the, the, you know, the losing faith in the Doctor thing, which wasn't very convincing, to be fair. I don't think she really lose fa- no, lost faith wasn't. at all. Um, but on the whole, it was, yeah, I suppose, a filler episode, isn't it? But I didn't, again, Amy and Roy are leaving at the episode, at the end of it. Yeah, they didn't leave. They were just had a, a, a few nights in their new house. To, if you watch the Pond Life bits, to have some time with their daughter and a nude. Um, while the Doctor has an episode with Craig Corden. Uh, Craig Corden, sorry, with uh, James Corden. <laughs> you know, that's basically... Yeah, it's, it's okay. What did you think about it, Kirby? Obviously, you loved it. It's very good. It's it's it is. Uh, I remember first time I saw it, I didn't like it at first because I thought it was a little bit confusing. Uh, as I was watching it the first time, and then as it went on, going, this is intriguing. I really enjoyed it. Okay, well Ben didn't like it because he already told me because he said it's 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 from a Moffat era. So that's that. We'll cover that one really well. Oh, yeah, yeah but I think, you know, to add a little bit more to that, it yeah. felt like a very disappointing 4-1 home defeat where you've scored a couple of own goals that have bounced in off your ass. It was one of those episodes. <laughs> actually, Ben, you liked it when you, you had actually watched it and you liked it. No. Yes. No, Go back to I, I, episode I whatever it was it. and listen. No. <laughs> Kirby, you know that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's a that's a silly thing to say. It mate. was go wrong, back and listen yes, to it. It was extremely silly. Yes. Okay. Um. Well, now we move on to Kirby's oh, I, special bit where he does the feedback, which Ben apparently has a theme oh, tune for. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. It's on that computer and it's not on. Okay, I'll have to fudge one from my. Kirby's got stuff. There you go. Uh, no, I'm going to fudge it from my list of musical interludes. Uh, let's see if we can find out something quite appropriate. Uh, oh, where is it? I thought of one. I just thought it might be... Ah, here it is. <clears throat> <laughs> On then, Kirby. Am I supposed to talk over this? No, I'm fading it no, up so no, you can no, start talking. No, what we're going to do is we're going to do that again. Why? Because I said so. So roll the music. What, this music? The music I just played? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kirby's got feedback, 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 Kirby's got Kirby's of Iron Man ironing it says uh, <laughs> whatever yeah. anyway uh, Terry Miles it's like the Hotel California you can check out but never leave ah very good where's my bell I was buried under a pile of stuff ding yes Brandon Moore says on holiday at the moment so can't do a poorer bloody review. awful excuse 
Uh, we'll just say I love this one. I love stories where the Doctor has a working theory that changes and develops with every new revelation. I don't fully buy the Doctor breaking Amy's faith, but aside from that, it's all good. Nine out of ten. I'll give you what? a ding for that because it agrees with me. Uh, and then a very short one from Neil James. That's what she said. Where's <laughs> the Neil James's one? Where's Neil James's one? Oh yeah, I can see it now. The God Complex should have been scarier. Dodgy guest cast. A generous three stars out of five. There we go. Right then, uh, let's see what we got on my um, my um, in inbox. Uh, oh, got. To, I wonder how long Andy's. I wonder if Andy Nunny's one's long enough for no, me. That's to, what she said. Uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, oh, hang on, I've got Terry Miles there. Oh, hang on, I'm going to have to send this to someone, aren't I, uh, Kirby? Oh, oh really? To you. Uh, what's your name again? Kirby, isn't it? Uh, Kirby. I thought it was Furby. Furby? Furby. 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 No, don't know that. Here he is. I'm just sending over some feedback for you to read. Um, I'm hoping for once that Andy Nunny's feedback is long enough for me to publish last week's podcast. Yes, there it is. Uh, wait, where is it? Is it going to be long enough for, for me to do my Duolingo? Because I haven't done it yet today. What? My Duolingo. Duolingo. What's that? Duolipa and the game show Lingo. That's exactly what it is, mate. Yeah, you've nailed it. Uh, well I like Duolipa. Duolipa's quite nice looking. Duolingo is the oh. um, um, language teaching app, and I haven't done it yet today, so uh, no offence. I'm going to do that while I've stuff some well i'm you gonna be sending on. you something in a minute ben in fact i'll send it to you now it gives you a chance to well, absorb it let me know it. when i can start now because I, I hate to say this but terry has uh misspelled toby's name not white house <laughs> is it by any chance yes he, oh, he dear. okay i'm starting to read well done toby white house <laughs> <laughs> very good scary story this is the one has way too many corridors, so they walk instead of running through corridors. Praise him. Is it a minotaur or a lady nymon in a nice hat? Have you forgotten your PE kit again? That's it. You're doing it in your pants. And I don't understand that. Can someone explain that after we're done? What's that? What's a PE kit and what is he doing PE in your kit pants? is physical education I know. Kit. So what are you on about then? What? Kit. Kit, as in the the stuff you take your the clothes and stuff trainers okay. and things when you wear and then while doing what in your pants what What'd that's you say? it you're doing it in your pants oh well, bloody i remember when i was a kid we used to I sometimes did pee in my wife fronts I, I, I am rather skeptical about the the uh, connotations of that but at the time i was just told to do my pee in my wife fronts and be black plimsolls and uh, I just thought there's nothing of it. But nowadays, I think that would be a thought to be um, rather suspicious. Anyway, back to uh, comment. Yeah. David Williams as Gibbous from the very antithesis of a cowardly world. They plant avenues of trees to shade conquering armies marching into their cities. Hmm. I'll bet they fill in the potholes as well. Uh, well, counting Tom, that's two of the Little Britain crew. How about using Matt Lucas to get the whole set. No, hang on, that'll be Nardol. Yay, house, that's the whole set. Praise him. The doctor breaking a companion's faith in him. Didn't the doctor do that with Ace and Curse of Fenric? Praise that's what him. you said. Someone's mentioned, I can't remember yeah. who. 
it was a shame Rita died. She would have been an excellent addition to the TARDIS. That's what the you Pines said. Could have, could have stayed in their new house with a new car, and Rita and the Doctor could have gone off on adventures together. Praise him. No. Next up. Next up, Roger 2.0. Oh, sorry. Closing time. More Cybermen in flared trousers. Closing Stay safe, everybody. time. Lindy. 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 <laughs> uh, welcome, Lindy. Nanu, nanu. Lindy and Tesboy. Cuba. Ah, ah, ah. No, that's not how it goes. Cuba. All right. And we got, I think we got another comment. Let me. We have? Yeah. Did, did I heard Robert send anything? View, view more comments. Oh. Yeah. And then it get. I hate Facebook. Do you? It gave it to me I, in the wrong order. Oh, did uh, that's what she said. Anyway, right then. Uh, when are we gonna? Uh, 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 yeah, we're gonna find. Oh yeah. So what would you? What was the, the story we did last week, Kirby? You know all about this sort of stuff. Oh, even put we didn't do one. anything last week. Can we didn't record last week. Do you know what I said at the beginning of this show? Hello and welcome to episode five hundred and fifty-four. That was only last week. So I should be the same last week. week. Hello and welcome to episode five hundred and fifty-five. Oh God! Girl who waited. Still weren't here last week. Means I've got to do a bloody edit again. (laughs) I don't like doing edits. Yeah, I've got to edit the intro again. That's the third time. Never done have to do it three times before. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, Andy Nunnies. We've got to bloody talk about him now. I want you to say girl who waited. I'll put a type that in. Girl who waited. Yes. Oh, that says then. This is. I can't find my keyboard. The. Girl, were you on that one, Ben? You were, weren't you? Which one was? I think Kirby was on it. I can't remember who was, who was with me on the show last week, last time. So. Uh, I was uh, Debbie. You were about five minutes. Ben. You don't count. Yeah, uh, ben, ben won uh, How I Should They Without Jokes. Without were you jokes on the whole show cheating. then, Kirby? Huh? Were you on the whole show last yes, time? Yes, I was on. What was the one you weren't on then? Uh, no wait. No wait. I don't remember Let's doing see. that one. Girl waited. Yeah. Was I? I don't have myself not marked, but I'll have to look at my calendars, figure out when that was. Go ahead and do something else while I look, while I figure that okay, out. Okay, well, we'll get, get rid of the lift music, and let's have Andy Nunny. Well, good afternoon, 20 megabytes. Andy Nunny here. It is uh, 20 past three on Sunday afternoon, and even ask you for time. About to take us out to Messy Church, uh, but yesterday morning, usual thing, did the ironing and watched the gun complex. <sighs> Which, uh, it's not really good, is it? I don't know. It just doesn't really grab you, does it? I mean, the, the concept is. Hmm. <laughs> bit near, isn't it, really? You know, <laughs> an alien creature who wants to die, uh, but he's taking other people with him. And he's a prisoner, he's a prisoner, and he wants to get out. And it's the challenging of people's faith, prisoner you know, zero. it's the, uh, what people believe in. And I thought the funny one was the uh, conspiracy theorist, kind of friend who's a covid idiot who believes the Earth is flat, uh, 9-11 was a, a fake. Uh, yeah, it's um, COVID, of course, yeah. it's a COVID conspiracy, it didn't really happen. Yeah, he's completely, utterly... Tin for hat fruit cake loopy. Um, the guy who's the gambler, believing in luck, he just didn't just didn't go. Uh, the one who's the the Muslim, I can relate to that one. You know, being a Christian myself, I can, I can relate to that. The faith, but then he's at the end of it, you know, challenging it's somebody who doesn't have faith, which what will break it, and it just it just didn't seem to really make any sense to me. Uh, the doctor running around, everyone saying, "Why should we trust you?" 
well, hang on, if they haven't got, say that, they haven't got faith in him, have they? So, why doesn't that break? He just, yeah, again, it just doesn't really stack up. Oh, all in all, yeah, you sat there and you watched it, and I watched it, and it went meh, and it finished. And, yeah, there just wasn't really anything about it that grabbed you. So, uh, that's a funny bit, you know, the bit where the planet keeps being invaded, and they put uh, trees on the roads so that they can be invaded by the marching in the shade. And it's interesting that, I suppose it's Amy's faith in the Doctor, but Roy doesn't seem to object to this, you know. I think if, you know, I, I thought it was for what he would be up there, sort of, how are you, what are you doing? And, no, it didn't really work for me. So, uh, unfortunately, that's just the way it is, isn't it? So, until next time. I'd be seeing it. Well, well, oh, no, we nearly... Sorry, we. I won't say we. It's quite handy when you make a mistake and say we uh, and blame... Well, take the blame down by about uh, 66% uh, when it comes to things like that. Um, master, master, yes? master. Oh, God, On my spreadsheet, I do have myself marked for the you girl You were in it briefly. I seem to remember you suddenly just poking your head around the door at the beginning saying, oh, right. hello, so, I thought so it was great, bye. I, I said uh, for five minutes, I've got a footnote. You don't get a credit for five minutes, I'm afraid, sorry. Uh, who who has the spreadsheet? I who don't, why would I have a spreadsheet? That's your business. I maintain the spreadsheet. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, you're talking about how you're going to indicate it uh, on when you post oh, it. I've already written the, bur- the the blurb on it now. I just said uh, uh, Adam and some people talk about um, the, <laughs> the thing and then and the usual bump because I can't really remember what happened last week at all. I've it was been so much on my this, mind. Uh, we weren't here last week. Ago. Were you not here last week, Ben? No, no, no one was here last week. No, well, you was, know what? Stop being pedantic, Mr. Shoveler. We're talking last about week, last time. Well, no, we which I should be doing now, but they've let me down tonight, which is why you've got me. Because <laughs> otherwise, you would say. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Hello, 20 Megamap Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. The God Complex by Toby Whithouse. He's tied up right now. In The Curse of Fenric, a seventh Doctor story, the Doctor encouraged the guest cast and Ace to use faith to combat Fenric and his minions. In The God Complex, faith is being used against them by whatever entity is controlling the situation. To defeat Fenric, the Doctor had to destroy Ace's faith in him, and now he has to do the same to Amy. As the Doctor suggests, the Tiboli are more crafty than people realise. After surrendering to an invader, they must regain control of their planet in order to surrender to the next set of invaders. The Doctor calls this aggressive cowardice. (laughs) It seems the Minotaur has been imprisoned as a punishment for setting himself up as a god on some planet. He is then fed creatures as someone might feed mice to their pet snake. We never find out who is behind this. As in The Voyage of the Damned, the Doctor meets a woman he wants to be a companion. As in that story, he fails to save her, but saves a man he does not like. The Doctor decides to leave Amy and Rory back on Earth. As they wear rose-tinted glasses, it seems they do not notice the red flags. He has probably done one of his lottery ticket stunts, Thank to you. buy them a house and a car. Thank you. But he does not Thank explain. Lottery Being a time traveller, he could arrange this after he leaves them. He could. 
What do we want? A time machine. When do we want it? That doesn't really matter. <laughs> Bye for now. Uh, thank you, Ian. Uh, brilliant as ever. Which leads us on to uh, Mr. Shoveler and his good friend from Bognor Regis, Alan T. Butcher. The fate of the... Is it Nimon or Nimon? Nimon. 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 Okay. That went I right thought it was Nimon because it's like oh, Simon. Nimon. Shut up! The fate of the Nimon or But Where Is Soul Deed? Dear 20 megabytes, the God Complex is, of course, a closely studied contemplation of the concept of faith and the dangers in its interaction with fear. We see a diverse group who have different outlooks on faith, but are only one by but are one by one being ultimately used because of it. Such once. Oh, God, I'm having a nightmare. Once ex. Exploration using visceral fear <laughs> has begun. But shut up, Star. Then the only possible resolution is to break the faith, is to undermine its dominance and potency. It should be noted that it should be noted that while some might say you have to do another edit there, uh, that the Doctor is unusually cruel to Amy in this story, breaking her faith in him. In fact, tell that yes. to Ace, who underwent the same scenario for much the same reason. Doctor Who is, after all, Kirby. A science fiction fantasy TV show. And as such, must, to have any credibility, put up a mirror to reality to shed light on issues like over-dependence. And that we cannot always rely on the notion that you're going to be the one that saves me. Ah, ah very good. Because that obviously I could comes going out, couldn't I? Mind, I'm not going to do so. You're going to be the Go one on that saves me. me. There you go. There's, a, there's no point in playing it now. That no, was good yeah, enough. That was spot on. We also learn that the Nyman's socio-economic model of extraction of tribute through the exploration of religious dominance is fundamentally flawed. It is shown to be extremely susceptible to failure in the face of secular awakening over time, leading to revolt and cruel imprisonment for said Nyman in understandable retribution. All in all, the God Complex is a substantial and interesting storyline, which once again serves to stretch the show's challenge this ex, uh, was, was to stretch the show. Sorry, I missed a comma there because of a little uh, bit of cracked glass on my phone. <laughs> I didn't see it. So I just went straight on. He doesn't do commas, does he? There are occasional commas, which is... I wasn't expecting it, to be honest, which is why it took me by such surprise. <laughs> all in all, The God Complex is a substantial and interesting storyline, which once again serves to stretch the show challenging this excellent TARDIS team and its impressive and varied guest cast. Cleverly set in an extremely mundane-looking place, this juxtaposes very effectively with the otherworldly and sinister nature of the events depicted. This is also a good example of the programme building upon past storylines, in this case providing a sort of epilogue of consequences to the all-time classic the Horns of Nyman, which was itself developed from a well-known classical narrative. During this 
golden age of the program, week on week, there is depth and entertainment. He doesn't say where. I need to point that out. uh, I think he must have turned over to Anton Deck or someone like that for for the entertainment. The the story is perhaps half an hour too short. (laughs) Does he run on the same timings as us? Mm. Um, uh, As who would not want to spend more time at the start exploring the circumstances in which the Nyman-related creature was subject to its confinement. Me. Next up, Doctor Who and the return of the captain's niece, Rack. Nice. No, nice Rack. Niece, because I was just oh, watching it. Yeah. Just playing football in France. Uh, captain's neat, nice Rack. I nearly did it again. <laughs> or, all you need is love. Those are my thoughts. The counsellor. Where's me car lot? Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yes, anyway, um, uh, so there is a doctor, there is a doctor reference to the, the Rick. Sorry, Ben, there is a doctor reference to the Rick. Okay. Um, of course, that um, Mike Reed, who played uh, Frank Butcher in EastEnders, was also yeah. in the uh, War, uh, War Machines yeah. in Doctor Yeah, 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 I was, yeah, yeah, I was. Didn't have a car lot, though. Uncredited. Yeah. Uncredited <laughs> extra in that. <laughs> oh, what the? What? May I point out that uh, uh, Amy and Rory's house, the door is TARDIS blue? Yes. You can do, but I'm not really interested. Go and point it out. Are you going over to the house to point it out? Are you, what, are you do it on FaceTime or why are you going to do that? Oh, oh <laughs> it's just around the corner, isn't it? Oh, you're being a silly boy now, Adam. Yeah, well. Uh, you're being a silly boy, aren't you? I wonder, if it, I wonder if it's still TARDIS blue. No, they painted it. Uh, I don't think was... the colour of the TARDIS changes if it, if it moves. I well, wonder no, if it's because... still TARDIS blue. The um the door that uh, is in reference here actually used to be Starship Enterprise white, uh, uh, but then they changed it to Tardis blue. Yeah. And after that, they uh, made it Thunderbirds full yeah. grey. He doesn't know what Thunderbirds is. So don't worry about. Yes, that. I do. No, you don't. So easily wound up. Uh, yes. Um, Right, I was going to move on to another bit, but then uh, Kirby got me sidetracked in the, to do with the Thunderbirds. Don't be uh, blaming Kirby for everything. I will do. It's, it's not easy. fair. Oh, here it is. Yeah, that goes right over Kirby's head. Anyway, right, so, uh, Dr. Who knows. Uh, right, so we've got... Who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, there's know. a load of unit uh, Operation Fallout stories coming out, a massive list of them, which I'm not going to go through, uh, f- but you can order them from the Candy, Candy Jar website. And also there's uh, a, a sci-fi collector is to really relaunch Doctor Who figurines, including that doggy character from the 13th Doctor's Flax, or as they say up north, Flux. 
um, series. Um, yeah, uh, so if you want to have a look at that lot, it's www.scificollector.co.uk. We also found, uh, rather accidentally, a, a very good website for for Doctor Who uh, cardboard cutout characters, and a very awful lot of them. Debbie, her in the other room, not her down the road, um, is very um, tempted to buy a load for our special anniversary Lord of Time Minicon at FantasyCon this year. Talking of that, see how I segued into that? Um, we have... Um, I, I heard people... how you did it. It was particularly impressive, sir. Yes. Um, Craig Fairbrass uh, has reinstated himself as a potential guest for the uh, convention after not being able to make it last year because he was filming. Um, so he's uh, reinstated himself, really. He's come to come along. Uh, Valile Shabalala has uh, I personally asked her to come along, and she personally said yes um, over WhatsApp. And so she's coming over to be the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcasts special guest because Meninda's happy for me to channel the money that he sponsored on the podcast into her passage to the Isle of Wight. Also, Roy, uh, my sidekick uh, co-organiser for uh, FantasyCon, is putting him, putting her and potentially her uh, other half, uh, depending on whether she wants to bring him along or not, uh, in what I call his love shack, which is basically a shed in his garden where Simon Fisher Becker and his husband stayed at the last fantasy con it's obviously very good because simon fisher becker was uh, uh, saying that he really enjoyed himself uh, in roy's love shack um so that's uh valile uh we've also got um somebody I haven't announced yet Where was somebody I hadn't announced yet uh, that's the doctor who's set up on it got a couple oh yeah uh, dan um digby's coming along artist there's, a, there's an event in um Newport on the other one called uh, Heroes Con. Yes, that is Heroes. They used to sponsor us. They've got their own little convention. I'll be going to that uh, in a couple of weeks' time uh, to tap up a few um, a few avenues of inquiry. Um, Sabotage. We were talking about that. Oh, yes, Ben, I must have a private conversation with you. I'm in regards busy. to fancy. What? I'm busy. What do you mean you're busy? I'm busy <laughs> when you just, need he's me. He's just, just being Ben. No, I'm busy that day. <laughs> you don't know how busy I am. You don't know how busy anyway. I am. Oh, I won't bother a bloody having a private conversation with you then. Well, okay, well you can right. ask, but you'll probably get the reply I'm busy. No, no. no. <laughs> no good. If that's the case, I can't really say much else, can I? Um, I may have alluded to this last week, but who won dot uh, co dot uk? Is that who won dot uk? Yeah. And Who's that? And um, who's the other people? Oh yeah, Martin Ballantyne. I forgot to mention Martin Ballantyne's coming back. Oh, is um, he? Oh, he's a lovely man. Yes, he's he's coming back under slightly um, um, easier for us to manage uh, us to manage terms um, to uh, be a guest at the event. Um, and he's very good at selling himself. And we uh, Roy's come up with this idea where that uh, all the um, guests and sellers at the event have their own little ribbons, and that that people who come through the gates will ha- have a little. A badge thing where they can attach these ribbons to, which will allow everybody who comes through the doors to in, to collect the ribbons and engage with every seller in the building. Um, so that's not a bad idea if it works. And the work works in America, but it's never been really tried properly in Britain. See how that goes on. Anyway, who won? Co.uk latest products. Who won? Co.uk. Um, Daleks. You. I'll start that again. Daleks Ultimate Comic Strip Collection Two. Now, all 
uh, across all space and time, the Daleks wage an endless war of conquest. conquest sorry. Um, you think they would actually exterminate sometime when they actually say exterminate? Well, they do occasionally, but occasionally they, they, they accidentally do it before they say exterminate. Um, right, um, <laughs> yes. Eighth Doctor Connection. Is, is that like mirror signal manoeuvre, but they just forget yeah. sometimes and just manoeuvre? Yeah. <laughs> Eighth Doctor Connections. Um, Doctor, Liv and Helen are out in the universe picking up missing pieces and finding lost connections. And a big finished production. Uh, which looks like it's got the Eighth Doctor in it and some of his companions. Unit Nemesis 3, Objective Earth, um, featuring some woman I've had a cuddle with uh, called Gemma Redgrave. Uh, she's uh, also, uh, I would hope, uh, going to be in the new era. And you were and you were bothered by my doing some name-dropping, so... When did you do some name-dropping? That was across the table from uh, Caitlin Blackwood. Oh, that's twice now, Kirby. I, I accept that, that uh, cuddling Caitlin wouldn't, wouldn't have been appropriate. She's very young. However, I Is got a cuddle. she the one who put out the restraining order after that? No, no, it's the one that gave up acting after meeting Kirby. No, however, I did get a cuddle. Uh, I repeat this, a cuddle with um, Gemma Redgrave, who is related to a few uh, legendary oh, Redgraves. Oh, here we go. No, she is related. I'm not related to Red Grace. She is. She's, I bet uh, you uh, you are. She might, I might be. Anyway, you're scoffing about um, about uh, the the 17th cousin malarkey. When I um, f- accidentally found that Clint Eater is my ninth cousin, that's substantially less than 17th, you know. And the fact that uh, I also found out that um, for another family line that Winston Churchill is uh, also a ninth cousin, and it makes... Um, Ironically, the king is like 19th cousin, but the Prince of Wales is 11th cousin because I'm closer related to Princess Diana than I was to the king. Anyway, that's boring stuff anyway. Go over there and... Funny how you used the word boring there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like doing family stuff. It's very entertaining, very interesting. I I learn a lot. Very interesting for you. No, it's very not not so much about my own family. But it's just interesting what you learn about things from the you know for three or four hundred years ago. I find it fascinating, especially when I sort of learn about about um, King Charles II and stuff like that this week. It's like a big spider's web, as I've said before. The further back you go, the more related everybody is. When does it stop counting? When does being related to someone... How many generations back does being related to somebody not count? Because after after that, it's it's everyone the same. You could say, oh, well, I was related 14 yes. times related. Yeah, I know what you're saying. What I'm so saying is it's interesting when you find the actual though. link. For me personally. Yeah, because you, you could basically pick anyone in the world. All right, uh, Anthony Kaidis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the lead yes. singer. Yes. So, all right, if I started digging around, all right, 15 times away from him, he's my cousin. What does that mean? Eventually you might find that, but there's loads of people well, I haven't found. What does it found. mean, though? What does it mean? Actually, what does it change at all? Next time he's on, I'll say something. He's, just... my, he's my cousin 15 times removed, and they go, so? I know yeah. that. That's true. That's true. But some people, like myself, find it interesting how and, how and, the and, web and, how and, the web falls together. So and that's fine. And as I said, that's great. If you want to look into it, that's brilliant. You look into it and keep it to yourself. <laughs> 
Luckily, anyway, right. Luckily to everyone Gen- who's now... Genealogy like, programs are very their... popular, thank you, Mr. Shoveler. If they, if, they, if, they, if they weren't popular, then nobody would watch them, would they? I think that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah so there's generally people who are really old and have retired no, and have got nothing not. to do. That beautiful Alex Scott did one. She's very young. Um, double I, I one, like double her, two. I know you don't like her, but she has got a degree <laughs> in um, uh, media studies. Uh, right Excellent. Then. Good on her. <laughs> so is the other... Oh, Jermaine, Jermaine Genus also has the same degree, funny enough. Where was I? So that's uh, whoone.co.uk. I want to see if they've got any new stuff coming up. Coming soon. No. Uh, right. Oh, loads of Torchwood stuff, basically, uh, uh, which has been inst- reinstated as uh, being uh, OK as long as our friend of the show, Gareth David Lloyd, is in it. Ooh, I just pressed the wrong button. Uh, three bits of Doctor Who news that you missed. Go on. Well, it's actually two bits. The first bit's a bit dull, won't bother with that. Uh, Radio Times, 11 hours ago, reported that some bloke called Toby Whitehouse... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Toby Whitehouse, quote, would have loved Doctor Who showrunner job. Interesting. Mm. Uh, And also, Doctor Who legend Carol Ann Ford wants to return as Susan. And we've been clamouring for that for how many years? Uh, 64. Well, I'm 107. Yeah. Right. I mean, if there's one person that we've all wanted back at some point, mm. not not Perry, definitely they, not they Perry. Better, they better. They got. They got William um, Russell back into it, so they should really get Carolyn Ford. It's only. Of course, yeah, they should. They should fair. bring all everyone who's still alive. Well, they did, didn't they? Everyone was yeah. still alive. No, no, not everybody. They, but they did bring Ian back for for the, for the last uh, episode, so they should really have brought back. Caroline Fall at some point, and she did. Well, get a maybe she'll the, be in the sixty. Who knows? Yeah, she did. Well, the, Susan got a mention uh, in one of the Eleventh uh, Doctor stories that's coming up soon. The was it the Rings of Hakaten or something like that. Um, and they they did use her voice in uh, the TV movie uh, Adventures in Space and Time. Yes, she was, she, she was one of the one of the parents calling for their kids to come in. That's not Doctor to watch Who, though, Doctor Who. It's Doctor Who reference rule, but not Doctor. Anyway, be quiet because I'm just I'm still doing my sponsorship stuff. Um, oh, sorry, you, we thought you'd finished. If you go to if you go to lavazi.co.uk, a little pop-up appears if you've got pop-ups turned on. Obviously, I know some browsers you can turn them off for obvious reasons, but a pop-up will come up if you have them turned on, that says free Doctor Who diary. Shop today and get a free diary. That's a 2023... I know we're like, um... What's it? Two twelfths all the way through the year, but it's still... That's also known as one-sixth. It's quite nice. If you want to be technical. It's quite nice because um, it's a TARDIS diary. So all you've got to do is enter your email address, get offer. Uh, That's at um, lavazi.co.uk where you can also buy... Some great cosplay items, including that iconic um, Seventh Doctor umbrella, which I particularly I do have it. It's very useful for, for opening and closing the curtains because um, I have stuff in my room that get in the way. Um, you know what? I should mention to, to Meninda that maybe having that lovely scarf, what he does, maybe selling a version of the Fourth Doctor's coat as well would uh, be a, a good addition to his uh, array of items. But I think, for me personally, apart from the scarf, my favourite item is the Seventh Doctor's jumper, which has now become even more iconic with Doctor Who, with the Thirteenth um, Doctor wearing it and the Master wearing it, and a few, oh, of course, yeah. well, it was Osgood wore it as well, didn't she? So it's um, iconic. Is that the one you've got? 
I did have it, but unfortunately I overwore it and it went all fuzzy. Um, Is that the one that looked like it was painted on? No, it's got question marks on it. What are you on about? Painted on. That's a T-shirt. This is a jumper. Like a, a tank top thing with question marks all over it, you silly man. So anyway, that's... No, got... I, think, I think Kirby got it. But no, no worries. No, no. I understand. I don't care. <laughs> Thanks, Kirby. People want to be bloody mean. <laughs> Let's just leave him hanging because he's got no idea. Yeah, he has but no me idea. and you were laughing at the same thing very much, Steve. <laughs> Right, then, anybody post anything on the live feed? <laughs> oh, oh! Ian Kirk says, I have seen a theory online that Amelia waiting so long for the Doctor to return and going a bit nutty was a reference to the wilderness years after the show ended in 1989. Well, that would fit. And Terry Marl says, did Kirby Bartlett Sloan not watch the programme then? I don't know what that's in reference to, because he posted it 28 minutes ago. There you go. I watched um, the program. Not sure what he's talking about. I don't. He might pipe up and say say what he's talking about because uh, I, I didn't realise that people were actually messaging me. It'd be nice to get a little beeping noise and let me know. Uh, Isabella obviously is not going to appear on the what we watched this week or actually this week and last oh, week. As it, as it, what have so, I watched? Um, well, no, if you let me start, uh, well, so. Um, Death in Paradise obviously um, uh, came to uh, an end. Uh, watch that, of course, and a new series called uh, Beyond Paradise featuring Chris Marshall, who was no rumoured rumored to be the Doctor. Let me at some go point. get my calendar. I, I might have written something down. You don't have to say that. You can do that without making an announcement about it. You can just go out and look at your calendar and come back quietly and just sort of make it look like you know what you're bloody well doing. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, yeah, that, that was also what did I mention. Oh, Anton Deck Saturday Night's Takeaway, which was on last night. It's a, can't not watch that program because. Uh, do you know what? Uh, David Tennant was on it. I was. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. It, I don't like Tom Grennan, though. I'll see anything. A couple I didn't of years ago, you it went was to it. like the best thing on telly. <laughs> but I really. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's still just, one of the best things on telly, but I Yeah, but it's the, pe- the thing is with any TV show. Well, it's like Ant and Deck. It's very dependent on who the guests are on it because it's not all about Ant and Deck. And so when they get people like David Tennant on, yay, it's great. Mm. When they get people like Alison Hammond on, it's like... Oh, oh, oh. oh talking of Alison Hammond, Ben, can I, uh, can I just uh, interject because otherwise I'll forget. The BAFTAs were on last week and uh, obviously yeah. Richard E. Grant presented the BAFTAs and I do like Alison Hammond to a degree, but she did not work very well on that program it just you know why mate ridiculous. it's because she's a person who turned up off i don't even know which bloody reality tv show she turned Big up off brother but she's not a presenter in any respect that's why she couldn't present yeah well anyway. she works all right on, on good this morning not that it annoys me it works all right on this night. And she's okay. I don't mind her. What I'm saying, it really was cringeworthy when she was standing next to the legend that is um, Richard E. Grant. I know they're friends, and I expect Richard E. Grant got the gig, but it was really cringeworthy, and I hope they don't do that for the British Academy Television Awards that are coming up. It was soon. like Mick Fleetwood and Sam Fox. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. No, but I, I think Richard E. Grant could have done it on his own, to be fair. Um, although Stephen Fry was the best presenter on BAFTAs, I'm just saying. Um... Yeah, sorry. Was it still me? It was me, wasn't it? You interrupted me, didn't you? 
Uh, I got uh, up to the bit where I was talking about um, Beyond Paradise. Uh, Antidex Saturday Night Takeaway, which uh, was um, Michael McIntyre's big show came to an end, but I do love that program. I think it's absolutely and it's a perfect length, one hour. Everything's in it. Format works brilliant, and he's great. Um, although they need to bring back the wheel because I do love that program too. Uh, what else did we watch? Oh, we went to the cinema and watched Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, whatever the other part of the title is. Um, it's not quite up to the standard of other Ant-Man films that we've watched, but it's okay, and you have to watch it, because it's quite an important film if you are into the Marvel uh, MCU thingy-me-jig, because it's, uh, it's the beginning of another phase of There, of there are rumours films. that Kang the Conqueror uh, lives. Well, have you, not, have you watched Ant-Man uh, into no. the... Um, whatever it's called. Have you watched it, Kirby? No. Hello? Anybody there? No. I uh, we're, we're all there. We're just saying no, but you're not hearing us. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, yes, Adam. Yes, well, Adam. We, we all you, watched you're it. You're saying yes. there are rumours. Are you asking me to spoil the film, or do you, are you going to watch it and find out for yourself? I will find out. So why... God, so why am I asking why to say that? I'm just bugging just you. Did I mention oh. I watched The Whale last week? Watched that. It was a very good film. Um... What else have we watched? Uh, sport, bit of sport. Got some footy. As many football matches have been on recently. Um, I did watch the um, the birds play. Um, not the band, the birds. The birds, uh, the, the football birds. Uh, England. No, what annoyed me about the birds winning that little tournament they did is um, the fact that ITV um, put it on ITV4. Now everybody's trying to push women's football, yet they put it on ITV4. England playing in a final and winning something. BBC and Sky would have had that on their, their prime channels. I, I'm really unimpressed with ITV's lack of support of women's football. Um, what else did we have? Oh, the cricket. I, I watched a little dabble of the, of the semi-final of the ICC Women's uh, World Cricket thingy. I don't know how they got, up, got on after that because nothing's been reported, so I presume they didn't do particularly well after that. Uh, there's been some rugger. Haven't had a chance to see any of it, but I've, I've felt the vibe of excitement uh, while I've been at work with people. The, the sales of Guinness have gone up quite considerably since the Ooh, I like Guinness. started. Um, yeah, what else have we been watching? Lots of uh, old sort of crime documentaries that have appeared on Netflix and Love Island. Uh, I don't know why, <laughs> but it's being dead like to watch it for some reason. So that's that's me done, and um, uh, I suppose we better move over to Monsieur Chauvelier. Oh, you can well, do me very quickly. Well, go on then, do no. curbs first, don't oh. I? Oh, Monsieur Bartley Sloan. I watched the 1927 movie two weeks ago, and that's it. <laughs> Mr. Bartley... Oh, hang on, this other one. Uh, Chauvelier. Well, as it happens. As it happens. As it as as it happens, oh, no, you can't do him. Now then, now then, stop. Now then, no, 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 then, no, then. <laughs> who was that meant to be? A certain anyway. horrible man. Was it wasn't a very good impression of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> that's who it was meant to be. It, it sounded more like Basil Fawlty. Uh, anyway, so what have I been watching? Thanks for asking. Well, this afternoon I uh, <laughs> watched Man United uh, beat Newcastle in the Carabao Cup final, the first of many trophies yes. to be won under Eric Ten Hag. That's a prediction that will come back to haunt me massively if he gets sacked in a couple of weeks' time, as it's now recorded in a podcast that at least 12 <laughs> people might hear. Uh, yesterday I watched... 
bit of Clarkson's Farm. I've been watching it. The problem is... This oh, week, yeah, this I forgot week, that. Clarkson's Farm. Carry on. Yeah, I'm at episode four, I think I'm up That's to. That's where we are. Um, I've been watching loads of cricket as well because England are playing in New Zealand and it starts that's at nine the in the evening. So that's been good. Uh, of course, we watched Ant and Deck last night, which I said was was all right, but I'll, yeah, it wasn't overly taken. I see, I, bloody what's that name with the f- stupid hair as well? Oh, the other uh, one who came Fleur off the Fleur East. I've met Why? Fleur East. Why? Why? Because yeah, she was at the so front impressed. of the festival. No, she, I'm she so had... impressed oh. by you. Well done, you. <laughs> um, but. I just don't, I don't like anyone like that. Anyway, so they don't impress me and they make the show worse. Uh, we watched Death in Paradise on Friday and I'm, after we've done this about nine o'clock, I'm going to go in and we're going to watch um, the other one, the one that was on before that, see what that was like. I'm halfway through watching the darts from Thursday night because I've just had a massively busy week. Um, Wednesday night, or Thursday night as well, I watched Man United Barcelona, which is also why the England women's match was on ITV4 because they knew nobody was going to watch it. Uh, because proper football was on another channel. Yeah, but they might as well have stuck it on ITV. Well, no, because then people who wanted to watch Coronation Street and Emmerdale cry, don't okay. they? Don't so. care about them. They basically don't give good, don't give uh, England women's matches to ITV because uh, their priorities are in the wrong place. Just, um, they might as well have stuck it on BBC, uh, and then people have their choice with the BT Sports or BBC, wouldn't they? Uh, mind you, all the BBC people are doing the, B- the BT Sports matches, aren't they? Exactly. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, talking uh, of, of, that was a segue, Ben. Wednesday, watched Champions League. Tuesday was at Farnborough Football, so commentating on a win there. Monday was too busy doing anything to watch anything, but probably had some football on. And uh, that takes that'll take us back to last Sunday. And I've also been doing an awful lot of an awful lot of listening to both the Indie Rock Disco Radio dot com <laughs> and also uh, Farnborough Football Club Radio which is <laughs> yes. at farnboroughfc.co.uk forward slash radio an awful lot of listening to them because I've got to get the listening figures up yes right oh, well, you won't do bloody announcing it on this show but never mind um Yes, no, I I've, wouldn't. I no, no, exactly. I don't know why I waste my time. I have, to, I have to mention a couple of uh, things. On the BAFTAs, and they do it in the Oscars as well, they do an in-memoriam. So they, they play little videos and uh, samples and pictures of And of they bloody the left off cribbins. Yes, exactly. That's the point. I was at. That's absolutely appalling that they did not mention Bernard Cribbins' passing. I think it's an insult, um, but that's the way it goes. And the other thing, and it doesn't interest anybody that's outside the world of sport, that the, the football's commentator, because nobody has been any as good as him, John Watson passed away this week. And um, most of the most memorable moments in football in my life has been commentated on by John Watson. No, so I think you can go further than that, Adam, actually, because we're roughly the same age. You're a couple of years older than me. But John Watson has been undoubtedly the voice of football as I grew up. That's what I said. No, no, you said, well, most of them. No, undoubtedly. John Watson has commentated on every single thing that you and I remember in football. And did you you think... Do you think that um, when John Watson was a commentator, it was almost like a, a cuddly feeling, this warm feeling you get? Just think of him commentating on a match. And it, no, I the don't, way don't, he did I don't it. ever get any feelings like no, that. No, 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 I just feel it. Just, it just makes me feel 
reminds me of happy times. Make, uh, makes me makes me listen to football matches and think how good football is and what a good commentator he was. Never made me think how no, cute, I, well, his voice was around my ears. No, I, I met him know. once at the Dell Club, the old Dell Club, not the oh, Dell yeah. Club at, at St Mary's, the old one at the Dell, because uh, I was very lucky to have a membership for that club, and they used to have a meet raffle in there funny enough uh, and I, I just went in there to take my and the prize was meet, and there was John meet. Motson walking through and I went, oh my god hello uh, John Motson and I had a little chat with him he was um, deciding what to bet on and having a little chat about that and uh, so I got him to sign my program and um, I had a little chat with him and uh, it was he was lovely I, I, just like he, you know you've seen him in interviews on the program no, there's no airs or graces he, he was like that absolutely no no ignorance I could have a little chat with some weird stranger that he happened to meet. Yeah, I don't think you'll hear uh, a bad word uh, from anyone said against him. So that was an honour, meeting him. I really was. Um, Really sad, really sad. Really, really top, top commentator. And, he, and you know, uh, he, no, they no, moved I mean, over to radio career. commentary. Um, after I know he started on radio, went to TV, and when he retired from the TV side of commentator, and I know he was on Five Live for a while. Absolute consummate, brilliant commentator. And uh, I think everybody is, is uh, the benchmark was set by him and all the commentators afterwards, even uh, even Martin Tyler and uh, well-known comments like Clive Tilsley say that they look to him as, you know, the, the example uh, when it comes to football commentary. So, yeah, it's very, I know that it's not very near in chess, but most Doctor Who podcast people, but uh, not all of us don't like sport. So, yeah, John Watson, what a legend. And... Um, Oh, yeah, but reading. Um, I just finished reading um, Ian Wright's uh, book. Um, and, yeah, I, I, th- I, I love Ian Wright. I think he's a great book. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, hearing and reading what, what his life was about. Um, but um, I I met Francis Benali um, at his... I've met him before, obviously, because he wrote the foreword for my book, but um, he did a, a, an evening with uh, Medina one? Leisure Centre last year. So I went to that and had a few pictures and a chat and a bit of a laugh about that. And I, I seem to remember he did a video for you, Ben, didn't he? Um, uh, recorded yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I love Franny. Franny's an absolute ledge. So I bought his book and got him to sign it, and at Kenzie and his wife and whoever else was available at the time. Um, and I... I haven't had the time to pick up the paper version. I didn't want to sort of taint it with fingers. I just wanted it to be there, signed in its nice sort of capacity. So I bought the audio book. Brilliant. Wow, what a book. I haven't got, I, haven't, I, was, I, could, I, I didn't really want to stop listening to it. So I, I've done about two and a half hours of it so far. Um, it's so good. Um, yeah, so if you want to read a, a good book in regards to sport, Francis Benali's oh, autobiography. It's actually read by oh, him seriously how can you how can people take you seriously when you say that you read an audio book well i, don't I have mentioned according to debbie you you're do you're getting but... it just so wrong adam you listen uh, whatever to okay book. anyway it's still absorbing no, it's the information anyway. it's one, it, it winds me oh, up i'm God. sorry all I'm right to take standing re listening to the audio book of a book which has got exactly you. the same words in as the printed version therefore yes, but you're not re- reading is an action Yes. Listening is an action. All right, I'm listening to it. If it makes you happy, I'm listening to the audio book of Francis Benali's autobiography, read <sighs> by Francis, which makes a difference. It's brilliant. Anyway, uh, that's about it, really. I've just had a message come through. What's it come here? Uh, what's he say? Uh, ooh, that's all right. Um, oh, um, Kai Owen. Remember him? 
yes. he was in Torchwood. He played uh, Gwen. Yes. Uh, he's just messaged me saying that Kai is available to appear at FantasyCon this year. Kai Owen. Well, that's, hey, that's an exclusive, isn't it? Well, that's just tickety-boo and lovely. Must stop getting Doctor Who people in. It's naughty. Um, right, he hasn't actually appeared in Doctor Who, by the way. I need to talk to you. So, <clears throat> I can't think of anything else to cover at the moment. I think we've done virtually everything. Um, next time, I'm just going to make sure we'll see what I'm doing next week, because obviously the nearer we get through the summer, the more busy I get. But it looks all right for the 5th of March. Hurrah! 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 Uh, as far as I know. And uh, so, therefore, we will be doing the... Uh, what's the, 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 the Craig story that we're coming out? It's not the, to- la- the landlord, is it? No. Um, what's uh, it called again? With the thing. Hello? Stormageddon. <laughs> it's not called uh, Stormageddon. Craig. No, it's, it's called Closing Time. Closing Time. That's it. Closing Featuring um, um, Isabella's least favourite uh, TV celebrity, James Corden. Oh, bugger. Hey, hey, uh, Ben? Yes, mate. I I wanted to get your opinion of what about a case where uh, in 2019, I was on the uh, Earth Station One podcast when we were still doing occasional review. We'd read uh, books and talk about them. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about uh, Jack Kerouac's On the Road. And during that, during the, the lead up to that, I was shifting between listening to it and reading it. So it was about half and half. Like if I couldn't, if I didn't have time to sit down and read it, I was listening. So how about that? Well, well sorry, that, I'm that, just. That means you were reading and listening oh, to Jesus it. Jesus Christ. So, uh, right. Quite simple. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go along with what Alan T. Butcher says. He says reading still happens; otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear it. So I'm going to go without what Alan says. Thank you, Alan. That sounds good. Now, no, okay, because so we then you're reporting... listening to someone reading it. <laughs> you're not yes. reading it. You're not. You don't well, you read. Just, don't you remember Jack you're and Nori? What was? Whilst you're stacking the shelves, you're reading what is on the boxes. You're not listening yes, to what's on the boxes. I'm still taking in the information. I would be if I was reading. Yes, the but, words it, on the but it doesn't we are doing closing time. Oh God! It's like yes. saying you're writing or you're typing. One of them can be normally using a pen. The other is using a keyboard. It's one of those you instances. It's one of those instances where then you're right and you're wrong. And the other thing that you're wrong, you don't bloody read an audio book. You're right and you're wrong, and it doesn't matter. Oh, (laughs) and I will be giving everyone the list since we've got daylight saving time craziness coming up again. I will let everyone know. It's the end of March, though. We've got a good bloody four or five weeks to go before that happens. No, for for us. Oh, oh, sorry. uh, Do you count? That's gone yeah, quiet. The 12th. The 12th. Okay. And then you don't change until the 26th. Oh, God, not going to go down this road again, are we? Yes, um, we are. Yeah. Right. I'm sure there was some other fancy con stuff I had to mention. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sure there is. Thing. We had a meeting um, yesterday. Uh, where maybe, the, you, maybe you're related well, Aaron to from who's, who's be quiet. Well, Aaron from Kissy Puppy came along. Um and come up with some great ideas and really it's nice to be involved with a charity um that is really interested in the event so that's that's quite refreshing and uh that was quite nice and what else we've got coming up and, uh, so that's me right about tiktoks 
Uh, no, that's a joke. Doctor, doctor, I keep stealing chairs. Take a seat. I already did. It's in the back of the car. And uh, Catherine Tate. Oh yeah, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk about that because it could offend somebody. Never ask a farmer for a penny because it might end up covered in stuff. Uh, where's my notes on FantasyCon? I didn't delete them, did I? Oh, there we are. Oh, Valino, Shabalana, VR. We haven't got VR at the moment because Dan, um, Dan, who did our VR last time, was giving it up. Um, oh, Basingstoke Comic Con. Um, I've been, I've asked if I can go to Basingstoke Comic Con. Ben, I thought you were supposed that, to be going off an a little bit close to my house, mate. <laughs> that's, um, that's I know that. A little bit too stalky. It, I don't want you. Why are you actually at the Comic Con then? How's that stalky? Would no, be if you were but there. You're getting within fifteen minutes of my house. And I've that been in your be house. How, and was that you stalky? You know what the police said last time, Adam. No, you. I went. I remember driving past um, your house once without letting you know I'd driven past it, and you were oh, well, you could have popped in and said hello. Well, so I did, and the next time, time when I was on the way to the uh, Monty Python, and thoroughly enjoyed the very small cup of tea I got. Uh, right, that's right. Yeah, I don't give out big cups of tea. Okay, right. Get Basingstoke Comic Con. This is uh, this is my little light bulb of oh, I'd like to go to that mainly because I can drive over and back in a day quite comfortably. Is um, you could uh, pop into mine if I was there. <laughs> David Tennant um, is going along with Mark Pelle- Pellegrino. Don't know who that is. Uh, uh, some other people I don't know. Um, some other uh, Eliana Huffman. I wonder if she's related to that woman from Desperate Housewives. Oh, David Castadine, Cast- Castaneda, who was in the Umbrella Academy, which we like. Oh, Tom Hopper's going now. Oh, I wonder if Isabella knows that. Genesis Rodriguez. You know uh, Kirby, who Genesis Rodriguez is? No. She's an actress who plays a character in Umbrella Academy, but she also played um, a, a Time Lordy type character in the um, Fugitive uh, episode. You know, the Fugitive Doctor episode with the Jadoon. Okay. Hello. Oh, Kirby. Yes. I was talking to you, yes. You obviously don't yes. know who you who do. I know I'm talking about. Uh, um, no. Emmy Raver Lamb. I, I, was, I was looking up something because uh, oh, anytime you say, I don't, I have no idea where Basingstoke is. I don't care. You're not going to be going, I, so it doesn't matter, does it? But No, it does because uh, <laughs> Arthur Dent says. Uh, yes, he does. He mentioned Kilford. I can take you as far as the Basingstoke roundabout. Right. So, the Doctor Who connections yeah. there. Genesis Rodriguez was in the Fugitive thingy episode, and Tom Hopper was in 11th Hour. He played the, the sort of the, the weird chap who was with the old lady. Remember? He, he oh, also yeah. is in the Umbrella Academy. Please anyway, me. look, we've got to hurry this up, because I wasn't going to go like half an yeah, hour. Yeah, I know that. I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. the lineup like for Basingstoke Comic Con, for me personally, and Isabella, is bloody good. Quite excited. So that's it then, really. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. I'm hoping to go to that for my birthday. And if you don't want me to pop in and say hello, it wouldn't, I wouldn't really have time to do so anyway, but if you want to go to Basingstoke Comic Con, then we can meet up and do sort of laddish things. I'm busy so, that day. What? <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, fancy pants. I'm busy that day too. Are we done? I can't find the button. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Would you believe it? Would you bloody believe it? Lily and Robin, hi. 
I'll try to be watching y'all next week. Better late than lever, lever, never, never. <laughs> Can't even speak. Yeah. Never, yeah. Lillian. <laughs> okay. God's sake. Goodbye. Goodbye, Nancy Pants. I'm still busy, busy, busy. Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.